Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. So this week, we have been at Goggle Works, and we're really dedicating a week about artists, and there's so many amazing artists here at Goggle Works doing different things. And Goggle Works, as I've said on the show this week, is an old goggle outlet factory, and now it's just a series of different artists and studios, and people take classes, and they come and produce amazing things. So today we are here with Suzanne Fellows. And Suzanne, you, your passion for your art is something that you actually use as a mode or a medium also for activism. So first, tell us what kind of art it is that you do. My elephant project specifically um, is, I found out in 2013 that 36,000 elephants a year were dying. and I've always loved elephants, everything about them. And I was looking for a project that would take more than seven paintings, you know, before I ran out of steam and interest in it, you know, like something like a, that you had a more. series, you know. And I was asked to be in a show down in Phoenixville, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was trying to recycle some stuff. And I had these little, um, little like mini canvases that were the size of artist trading cards, you know, and I was trying to clean up and whatever. And thinking about the elephants, and I just decided I would make 36,000 elephants. And I thought, well, 36,000 <laughs> elephants. Yeah, yeah. And at first I thought I would draw them, and I thought, what kind of drawings would those be if I made 99 a day? Not so great. And um, because what kind of art do you do? You draw, um, you paint. I'm a printmaker and a and a painter, yeah. But I, I teach drawing and and I think it's like the basis of everything, you know. I can draw elephants in my sleep now. <laughs> right, I bet. But um yeah, so I thought, well I'll just make thirty six thousand elephants and uh I realized that, that was a little bit crazy, you know. I had um seen the pictures from the David Sheldrick Wildlife Trust go by in my um, Facebook feed, pictures of the elephants playing soccer and going around in their little blankets and stuff. And uh, I thought, well, I have to do this, you know. And when I started running the numbers, I realized that I couldn't get them done in four months. So it would have to be a year-long project. And I decided on printmaking. Why the number 36,000? That's how many are dying. Mm -hmm. In what span? In a year. Time? In a year. Mm -hmm. okay, so I made this a year-long project. One year, mm -hmm. 36,000. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you originally thought, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to, you're trying to figure out the art medium you would right, use to do right. that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd draw them, but <laughs> I didn't think that my drawings would be that great if I was doing 99 of them a day. You right, know? And yeah. I knew instantly if I was going to do this, I had to take it, you know, to and, a bigger platform. And we're going to have a picture that accompanies this episode to show people the tool that you did create, right, mm -hmm. that you 
you crafted yourself mm -hmm. in order to print it. Mm -hmm. It's more of an elephant print, right? right? They're prints. They're one of a kind because the backgrounds are all different. You know, like the ones that are printed in the same day look the same. They look similar because the backgrounds there will be mostly yellow with some aqua and whatever. And or there's days I try to make myself do more subtle ones like browns and stuff. Mostly there's a lot of pink and purple. <laughs> you, you like the bright colors? Is I do. Your... Mm -hmm. I definitely do. Yep. Where did your passion for art begin? Um, since I was little, my mother was a painter and her grandmother was a painter and my mother used to teach me how to do little things. She didn't really want me to go to art school per se, but you know, it just never really went away. I would win prizes and stuff as a kid, you know, so it was just always there. I didn't really, I got my first degrees in design, my bachelor degree, but eventually I went back to school and got an MFA in fine arts, which instead of like if you were taking a painting focus and you would paint all the time but this was just whatever so I made books and I did pastel drawings and I painted and I you know did whatever you know which is, was good for me because it's been hard to contain myself to <laughs> just you know, a, few, <laughs> a few mediums you, and yeah. you know what like even our pre-interview discussion mm -hmm. you know you were all over the place I could see how sort of the like that, yeah. creative mind bounces you around yeah. and inspires you to create all these different things and the thing that I love about what you're doing with it is that you are designing your own life based on it like you get an idea that is all of your personal idea and then you run with it whether it's your elephant idea and using that for activism or I know you just said right now that you've been really interested in fairy tales and mm -hmm. what you're moving forward and doing with that, how you can just look around, be inspired, and create something with it. And I think that's so inspirational for my audience in whatever their personal passion or interests are, for them to look around and say, you know, like even for us to say we're going to go on this tour and this is what we're going to do with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're doing the same thing. You're creating your life and what you do every day and in return your future. Right, right, yeah. Sort of did make a decision to write my own story at some point. You have that yeah. freedom to do that. Do you have any hesitations or challenges? Um, right now I seem to have a lot of, a lot of stuff that hasn't become yet. You know, like I'm not out of ideas in any way. Sounds like that might be uh, not a fear for you, but a thought like wondering, will the next ideas come or how at least will I get yeah, them? Yeah, and my ideas aren't really profound, I don't think. Like, I see a lot of people get stuck with their art, and because of the experience I had at this grad school, you know, like what I read and what I research really gets channeled into the artwork, you know, just. It's sort of like when you're making, like I like to cook too. Yeah. When you're making what? Food. I like to cook, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, you so like to cook, I, right? I pick out the things that I like and, and figure if they'll go together, you know, and how I can make them taste interesting. You know, do I need some orange zest or do I need more basil or, you know. And what, what flavors are you into at the time? Like I'll, I'll right. be on a kick for I want everything almond, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. I want to use saffron. <laughs> do you know how much saffron costs? It's a insane. little tube of it is. 20 something dollars. I know, you have to buy it at Trader Joe's. You can't afford it anywhere else. Oh my gosh, I bought one thing. I, I brought it home. I said to the family, this is gold. Don't touch it. Uh -huh. I said, let's look up every recipe that has saffron. 
and we'll start making some dishes that have that in it because I want to make sure we use this. It's kind of a subtle taste too. It's not right. I know it is. It is a little special though. So <laughs> yeah. I, it makes me want something with saffron in it now. So okay, I, I get exactly what you're talking about and and how you're using this passion. But what do you think in in all the projects that you've done so far mm -hmm. with your with your art? Is is the elephant one your favorite, or is there a, a different one that you? That's see? a really good project because it was specifically set up to be a year now and to try and in a. I did get the word out to a lot of people. You know, a lot of people come in, they're just surprised to find out that that's how many are dying because it doesn't even make sense. Absolutely. You know, so that was good. Um, and as far I, I got as... I a lot of local interest in it. You know, I was in the paper several times. Mm -hmm. I was on TV a few times. I had a bunch of shows. And this place has been really good for that. I just got um, some emails from a woman at the University of Puget Sound who wants to have the elephants out in their library. And she was here. I met her. I don't remember meeting her because I met everybody that year but right yeah it was great yeah absolutely I mean because you're getting recognition and attention for the elephants right. and also for your own personal talent right. and your art and your what you're passionate about in general right and then Funny to see thing, an, yeah. an idea come alive mm -hmm. you know and work mm -hmm. is another great thing what do you think you've learned about yourself through all of this um that I can stick to a long project like that you know um, sometimes I look around at what I'm doing right now, I'm like, is this it? Or is there more? <laughs> you know, but I don't think this one is done. I don't feel like I've gotten very deeply into it, really. I just got kind of sidetracked by the gelatin printmaking process. And Which, <laughs> yes, yeah, so what is the gelatin print? I've been making these plates out of gelatin and glycerin, and you, you heat it up with water and you pour it in a pan, and um, it has to sit for 24 hours, and then you roll acrylic inks into it. Okay, know? so when you say a plate, do you mean something it's a, that's, it's that a makes squishy. a print? There's one on the other side of the table if you want to see one. It's a floppy little thing. And, and what you're doing is you're just using it as, um, like I'll take some pink ink and I'll roll it on with the brayer and maybe texture it. Or maybe I'll use a stencil. You know, this is, like this is one right here, you know, where there were several layers that were built up. So I put the paper on, take it off, put some more stuff on there. Right, so back onto what, it, another layer. And what I'm trying to explain to my audience here is because they can't see it, right? right? So is that it's a, the, uh, the plate is something that you carve a pattern no, or design no, into? No, no, it's not, not like, it, no, it's not so like So it's that. not like the elephant. Right. So printmakers would call that a, a matrix. Okay. Um, and that could be out of wood or copper or linoleum or the soft stuff that Can I use for elephants. Can you show me the plate? The gelatin plate? Yeah, can you mm -hmm. show me that? Yeah. Can you grab it? Yeah, so, so it's just a squishy substance, and you put the ink on, it's laying flat on the table, roll it around, you know, you can mix different colors in. Okay. I have a whole lot of stencils that I've cut, you know, that are of things from nature or birds. I've been doing a lot of ravens and crows. Um, and then you would put the paper on that, on whatever's on there. So you could, you could do the background and then maybe add in you know, just whatever kind of background, and then um, maybe a stencil that has some kind of something from nature, leaves or sticks or... So this is just a very spongy rectangle. Yeah. You put those other things on top mm -hmm. of it. And then you put the paper paint. on it once you put the paint and on. You mm -hmm. put the paint on, then put the paper over it. Yeah. Okay. And I so then it. you do something else on there, bring the paper back, do it again. So it's it's like a Photoshopy kind of effect yes. of layers. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very neat. It is very cool. Okay. Really exciting. So what have you learned about yourself through all of this? Um... What have I learned about me? 
I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, from both of the projects, the elephant project was really kind of opened up a lot of things, you know. For you personally? Well, no, as an artist, I think, you know, because I was able to have all these different exhibits with the elephants. Um, I, I had two large ones, one up in Kutztown and one in Alvernia that another artist worked on with me. He was a sculptor and he made some elephant sculptures, big things that that was really fun. You know, and I've had people that I know call me up and say, well, I have, you know, I work at this art center. Can we send the elephants up there and I'll send a box up, you know, and stuff. It's just a good way to connect to people, you know. I mean, I don't think a lot of people really knew who I was <laughs> before that. You know, now locally they do. You're the elephant lady, you know. So yeah. you learned, so as far as learning for yourself, I, it sounds like you learned that you really like that com connection with people through your art. Oh, yeah. I'm a very social person, I think. Yeah. So, all right. My job is to try to inspire people to act, right? So... For you, it's using your art to in in activist type ways. Mm -hmm. So, how can somebody envision maybe taking their passion and becoming an activist with it? What should they see or feel? I'm not sure if I know the answer to that question. It's a little personal for them. No, it's not that. I I, I just I, you know like um, I grew up in the '60s. Um, folk music, you know, protest songs, you know, all these different experiences that sort of put that in me, that made me an activist. You know, what I'm doing right now really isn't related to that, um, but that could come around again, you know. I've done other projects that were sort of, that. I mean, this little old woman and sent her out on the internet to combat ageism. Okay. <laughs> you know, but... Um, for me, the projects, they have to turn over. There has to be something new generated, you know. And um, I think, like for musicians, too, if you're an artist, you have to do some art every day. And the doing is where the ideas come from, you know. You know people come to me, they so want they me to teach them how to draw, but they don't want to do the drawings. I think that there's some magic. There's no magic, you know. So they should envision themselves doing it every day. Yeah. Okay. And, and practice whatever it is that you're doing. Do it. Do something every day. So since you're saying that this is something that was ingrained in you throughout your lifetime for people to explore, are you saying it should be something they look inside to do? I think you have to connect to whatever it is that's your motivating factor. Yeah. Um, because I've always been in the arts in some way, whether it's music or art specifically, you know, there was this writing is another thing, you know, if you don't write, you don't get any better, you get rusty, there's no flow. You know, if you just do it once in a while or if you just go and take a class once in a while or, um, but if you do, you have to do it. You have to, it, it's a practice. Like they talk about studio practice, which means you're doing it all the time. You know? So to do then, that's the execution part here. Because I believe to get people to act, they have to envision it, explore what it would exactly. take, and then execute a plan. Okay, so, so that is part of what I did. You know, I mean, yeah. I really thought it out in the beginning before I started the elephant thing. And then it was like, well, actually, like three days in or four days in, I thought, 
do I really have to do this? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, this is going to be sort of a grind. Because it was like a full-time job, you know, because I didn't just make the elephants. I had to number them, which was sort of challenging for me to keep focused on that. And I would mess up the numbers and have to go back. <laughs> Add another thousand in and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But then I had to take it to the internet. You know, there was a Facebook page and there's a, the blog and there's the Etsy shop. And I actually did some other things too that I let go. Like I don't remember if it was an Instagram or whatever. But um, yeah, I had to figure all this out ahead of time. What I was going to, you know. It's a big project. So, so for people to execute, what do you think they should go out and do today? I think you just have to... Focus on challenging yourself, I think. You know, I was really looking for something. Like, I would do a series of paintings, and then I would just lose touch of the idea. I would just lose interest. And so I was setting... The challenge for me was to do something for a year. You know, what could I do for a year? Do you think having that goal, like, because it was activism, that that you had a sense of responsibility to the the cause that Mm -hmm. you had established? Sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you showed yourself that you can hold on to something and do something. That's, I mean, that is, that's a lot. I did get through it, yeah. I had a big sushi party in here when it was over. (laughs) That's fun, that's fun. So what is your closing advice for everybody? Just whatever it is that you like, go after it, you know? And you can take things that don't seem to relate to each other and put them together into a project. I'm sure that's how it happened for you too, you know? There was this thing you were interested in and that thing and this, and then all of a sudden, like the day I had the idea for this, I was driving across the bridge, and it was like this little bubble came into the car. I said, and it was like a thing. It was already a thing. You know, I'm going to make 36,000 elephants. I'm going to make them small. I'm going to, you know, small enough that people would be interested in paying to help, you know, or, you know whatever the project was. And, yeah. It's, it was a bubble because you're so visual. <laughs> you know, your ideas are, you're so visual that yeah. you actually visualized your idea, and that's why... It came in like a bubble in the car, yeah. so clear to you. That's <laughs> really weird. That makes super sense <laughs> to me. Now, where can people check out your art? What is your website? Um, I, my website is being rebuilt right now. Um, it will be active again soon. That would be SuzanneFellows.com. SuzanneFellows.com. Well, yeah. I'll make sure to include the link in, my, in the show notes to this episode. And if so, they're interested in the elephants, they should check out 99elephantsaday.com. And if they want an elephant, you know, that's an option too, you know. And like the Facebook page or go check out the Etsy elephant. I mean, not if they want a real elephant. No, you don't want a real elephant. If you want a they Suzanne want to be with Fellows their families. elephant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would go against the cause. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing thank you, you know, your journey here because I people have passions of all different kinds and there's nothing stopping them and you just showed no, them that. They, they can get on it and use it to promote anything they want, anything that's special to them. So I think that's great. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Really nice meeting you all. It was great meeting you. That's it for today, everybody. Please remember that you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda. I'm going to go look at all the elephants now. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful. You can find me at motivatemepodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.